Hello, and thank you for joining us for How Have You Not Seen, a movie podcast where we fill in the gaps in each other's cinematic knowledge by asking important questions like, Whoa, you never watched Marriage Story? Or, You still haven't seen Titan. Or, How have you not seen Raw? again and thank you for joining us for this week's episode i'm producer slash this week's co-host Corey reagan i i'm <laughs> i'm a puppet being pulled by Corey's strings carson pets <laughs> and i am the other co-host slash puppet <laughs> caroline thompson and this is how have you not seen a movie podcast where each week we pick one of our favorite movies that the other hasn't seen uh, we talk about it then we go and watch a movie. Yeah, we talk and then we about talk it. about it some yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's going to be a real fucked up time. Oh, okay. my God. Corey, I just have to say, so much like last season, when we gave you an episode, you sent us a list of a bunch of maybes mm-hmm. um, just to gauge which ones we have not seen. And we did not know which film we were doing until you said it like live in the intro and i just Corey, i have to commend you so hard for having the one-two punch of we're the millers and, and julia ducornow's raw as i said via our text conversation i contain multitudes <laughs> yes <laughs> there should have been more cannibalism in we're the millers i think <laughs> absolutely yeah and I full full disclosure, I decided this like an hour ago. I was Fantastic. going back and forth between my last two picks hard. Um, so last little plug for the movie I didn't pick. You guys should go watch X because it's very, very good. Yes. Yes. OK, so let's dive in. How have you not seen Raw? Uh, Carson, do you want to go first? Or wait, yeah. We, is this is this what we do for? Do we do how yeah. have you not seen it? Yeah. What do you yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. You're doing uh, Yeah. Uh, uh, how I've not seen Raw is that I definitely heard because Titan was a little bit bigger than this movie. Like after, cause you know, this is I'm jumping in a little bit, but like Julie Dickernow's freshman feature. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely heard that this movie was out there. Um, I don't think it was playing at any theater near me when it did. I did not seek it out. Uh, the, the idea of it. And from what I've heard, it was just like very freaky and very scary. And uh, that's not necessarily my vibe. So I, I did not specifically seek it out. And uh, how I have not seen it since what we talked about last week is that uh, we're recording this episode now. So I have not, you know, I was <laughs> thinking like, oh, I'll watch Raw before I watch Titan. And then, uh, no, now we're doing it now. So now we're cool. doing it now. Now we're uh, doing it now. Yep. Well, and this is officially the first week of spooky season. Caroline mm, has been yes. nice enough to gift me the first week of her series. Uh, yes, yes. Which really, I, I would say that it's like, it's less my series and more of Carson's series because it's forcing Carson to watch. It's, it's less Touché. about Caroline them and more about subjecting me to, yes, to terror. To, to just exactly. I, well, I was going to say subjecting me to terror. Oh, um, that's so sweet. No, I mean, I haven't seen this movie because like, quite honestly, I didn't really know it was a thing until um, Titan came out. Like it was mm. one of those things where it was like, I was seeing like, 
this weird French like body horror film out of Cannes, like won the Palme d'Or. It's like a like a woman director, like it's only her second film. And then everybody like kind of, and then on the on the the peripheries of that conversation, everyone's like, you should go watch her first film. It's really fucking good. And it's one that I've been meaning to watch. And I think I think I actually mentioned this on this podcast a while ago. I don't remember what the episode was, but last Halloween. We, uh, my partner and I made a list of 31 horror movies to watch during the month, um, which was very optimistic of her because uh, it was her idea and I thought it was a great idea, but I was doing my first show since COVID hit Mm -hmm. that opened the third week of October, which meant that like the middle two weeks of October or the first two weeks of October were extremely busy for me as was the third week. So I was just like, I was like, this is a dope idea. I don't know when we're going to watch any of these movies, but like, this is a sick idea. And this movie was on the list. And we, I think we watched like six of the 31 because I was just not at our house for the first three and a half weeks of October. So it's been on my list. I never watched it. And uh, that's, that we find ourselves here today almost a year. I love that. Yeah. Almost ever um, later. After I saw Titan, there was someone that I work with that was like, you got to watch Raw. Raw's better. Raw's better. So I'm very excited to uh, compare the two in not even in a quantitative way, because I think they're pretty different uh, in some fascinating ways. But um, what do you know about this? What do you know about Raw? Well, Carson kind of yeah. stole a little bit of my thunder right off the bat. I know it's at least vaguely about cannibalism. It's like a French, I I feel like she's a, um, what do you call it? Not like a farming student, but like she's a student studying like animal husbandry and she's a vegan. Husbandry. Yeah, yeah, like like animal. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to call it forced animal fucking, but like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, and- it's like Which is very different from animal cuckoldry. We need my say. <laughs> animal cuckoldry is when I take my cat and I look at my roommate's cat and I Carson, give stop, my cat stop, all stop, the pets. Stop, stop, stop. No, I was saying I give them all the pets and cuddles. Okay, okay. All righty then. I was oh. doing a nice version of it. Come on. What do you think? Wow. What do you think I am? Um, fucking, uh, yeah. So, but she, this student, she is forced to consume raw meat and then it, it turns it goes uh, a little wacky a little a little wet and wild after that right things escalate okay uh, i mean caroline do you have anything you want to add that was pretty no i mean that's like i i knew even less than that i didn't realize she was like an agricultural student i didn't realize sure. it was uh, she was a vegan who ate raw meat and then turned to human but like i mean hey sounds legit yeah i uh I'll be interested. I knew nothing going in. So uh, that I, I'll be interested to see, Carson, how that colors your commentary. I know the um, I know the poster is she's got her fingers up and there's a little bit of blood. She's kind of looking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I, uh, I told uh, my wife this this morning. I was like, honestly, I want to do raw just because I can't. I don't think I'll ever be able to convince someone else to watch this movie and talk about it with me. Hell yeah. No, <laughs> so I, know I need to force these two to. Yeah. Um, no, most surprising great, I mean, fact yeah. about this movie is it was on Carson's. Uh, Carson has it marked as want to watch on Letterboxd. Look at me. Oh, amazing. Wow. Good job, me. A feature I use for approximately three days. I feel like I feel like if you check out mine yeah. on Letterboxd, it's like 
three films that came out in like October of 2017 that were just like in the theater at the time. And, I think yeah. there's shit on there that I've seen and I just haven't logged probably like uh. at this point. Yeah. Well, I this we can use that point. Do either of you have anything else you want to say? No, I don't think, I don't think so. so. No. I think no. that's we can pretty much all I know. Pivot to our game for the week. Fantastic. I, I saw this because I saw that Carson had it logged because we are going to play Untitled Letterboxd game. This fantastic, week. fantastic. Um, and I was like, why is, why is that weird David Lynch picture that I recognize on on Raw? And then I was like, oh, it's Carson. For those who don't know, one, go follow me on Letterboxd. Uh, two, my profile picture is a photo of David Lynch with a pair of panties in his mouth. Yes, it is. It's sure really good. Carson, I have to tell you, because we send each other so much letterbox stuff, there are yeah. like some people on Twitter who have that same picture. And every time I see a tweet with that picture, I think it's you. And I get excited Fantastic. that you're back on Twitter. But it's <laughs> Love that. You. Love that. But it never is. Um, I never right. want to drag someone down to my level. I know. Be on yeah, I, I know. I uh, don't. <laughs> this is, you know, in uh, the fucking musical Rent, fucking uh, uh 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 what's that what's the song not light my candle but the one they do after that where the entire thing's just uh uh fucking mimi just being like come on do heroin with me that is every conversation i have with caroline about twitter <laughs> it's true it's true. yeah oh i cannot wait to make that meme um all right <laughs> so um for those of you who don't know, Untitled Letterboxd game, I have collected uh, three, one, uh, these are actually three half-star reviews for different movies from the uh, app Letterboxd, and I'm going to read these for uh, Caroline and Carson, and they're going to try to guess which one is raw. So, uh, first movie, watched January 24th, 2022. This movie was so bad dot 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 like idky because i think the plot is okay but i hated watching this movie period that's uh every that's like you're talking about a movie with your cousin trevor and you're just <laughs> just like i can't talk to you man i don't know you know i can't do this yeah I, I love the idea of somebody thinking the plot of this film is okay <laughs> but the execution is somehow what's uh yeah. throwing them about it on paper it makes i mean it it's good it's I just guess. straight up joseph campbell on paper yeah you know <laughs> the three-act structure is there it's just <laughs> the visual um, storytelling is bad i don't know go on all right film number two first watch july 31st 2022 this film was meant to cause huge discomfort and was way too dark for anybody who possesses empathy to watch. Only a sociopath could stomach this film. Blank is a disturbingly dark film where it feels like it brings out elements of one's nightmares and vividly conveys it into a motion picture of gruesome cannibalism. I only watched maybe 38 minutes into it and had to stop watching. If you suffer from anxiety slash panic attacks, this film is definitely not for you. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Just because it blatantly says cannibalism, I'm like, ooh, is that yeah. it? Or did Corey, or is this, or is this a, a huge uh, red herring? Ooh. Is this a purposeful red herring? Okay. Give me number three. Give me number, number three. three. Also watched uh, July 31st, 2022. This movie is like if Little Miss Sunshine took a wildly different direction and was incredibly boring. <laughs> okay all right what the fuck if little miss Sun sunshine took a wildly different direction 
Which part of Little Miss Sunshine? Okay. All right. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm going to put my chips down. Let's do it. Um, I'm going to say that the first review is raw. The second film is, uh, I'm going to say the second film is, I'm going to say the second film is Cannibal Holocaust. And then I'm going to say that the third film is uh, We Are the Millers. (laughs) Fuck, that's a good guess. Um, Because objectively, Little Miss Sunshine and We Are the Millers have very similar plots. Yeah, family is on road trips. Uh, That's a really good guess, Caroline. Um, Here's the thing. There's not that many movies about cannibalism. Right. It, I was really thinking uh, that or um, what's the fucking Eli Roth film? The the Green uh, Inferno. Uh, Green Inferno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the second one's like too obvious. I kind of agree that. Hmm, I'm going to agree. I'm going to say the first one I think is raw. I think the third one being where the Millers makes so much sense, but like, I don't want to steal the answer. So I'm going to say it's um, <laughs> I'm going to say it's the vacation remake, which was also a guess of yours. when We played this That's game for true. The That's true. Yeah, it's a movie that doesn't exist that I like to pull out of my ass. And then the uh, I'm going to fuck. I'm going to say the second one. Take shot. We record these out of order. I have not seen this film yet, but I'm going to say the second one is Titan. Titan. To die. To die. I fooled you, you fool. Oh, no. no. Was it the second uh, one? Was it? It was the second one. Ah, it was the second damn one. Damn it. Um, I went back and forth on it uh, because it said cannibalism, but mm-hmm. honestly, it's just so... The end, if you suffer from anxiety slash panic attacks, this film is definitely not for you, was the one that I was like, okay, I have to it's include great, it. It's yeah. just too good. Yeah. Um, The first movie, this movie was so bad, dot, 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 like IDKY, because I think the plot is okay, but I hated watching this movie, was... Any guesses? Uh, no. Is it Titan? It is The Silence of the Lambs. Oh, interesting. What? See, so um, that was the thing is I said Cannibal Holocaust and then I was trying to think of other films. For yeah. The second one that said cannibalism. Sure. I was like, oh, I, you know game. what? Silence of the Lambs is probably or like, a um, better. Green Dragon. What's the, not not the Red Dragon or like Red Dragon or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I've not seen Red Dragon. Uh, What's the third right. one? Last is it We're the Millers? It is not We're the Millers. Damn. Um, is it the Vacation <laughs> Remake? Uh, no. Spoilers. Damn. It is the movie that we are doing next week. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, honestly, what? Okay, I can see it. I can see it. I was gonna, I was gonna, like, I was about to yell and be like, what? But as I thought about it, actually, fair enough. Was was incredibly boring. Like, a little bit of sunshine took a while a different direction. Yes. I don't know how you watch that movie and describe it as boring, but that's next week. Yeah. Wow. I haven't seen it yet, so I will find out next week. It's just little tiny babies who are just like, oh my God, a film doesn't, well, we'll get to it, but just yeah. like, oh, this film is clearly from the 70s and like, it's clearly like, and we'll talk about it next week. Let's talk about I'm it. Sure, yeah. Are we ready to go... Watch this movie. <laughs> yes, I don't think so, are. but okay. I'm gonna do it anyway. Don't know if you are. All right. Uh, yeah. So we will catch you after the break.
yummy yummy in my tummy i hate <laughs> no <laughs> i <laughs> keep, keep, hey keep this in no i'm declaring it right now this is part of the podcast when caroline comes back she'll be in it but we're on this is it i texted both of you last night okay one go listen to the episode about titan two watch titan three watch raw we're gonna spoil the shit out of it and if you've listened to the episode about titan you know but i will just start up top by saying to our audience that i texted you and caroline last night as i was watching this film my plan for the night was I'm going to go home. I'm going to take a nice little shower. I'm going to watch Julia DeCarnell's Raw, and then I'm going to make some dinner. And you know what? Nope, not the fucking order I should have uh, <laughs> put those things in because oh. no film has ever not, not only made me want to eat meat less, but just made me more disgusted with the concept of putting something in my mouth and swallowing it. Yup. Then I... Uh, Person, this is a peek behind yeah. the curtain for you and the audience, oh, but uh, I was working on scheduling out some social media and I mm-hmm. took the text of mm-hmm. that text message and attached mm-hmm. it to <laughs> a trailer for Raw and <laughs> tweeted it and scheduled it for a tweet. Here's my hot take about Raw is that I think that PETA, a bad organization that you should not support, um, why are they wasting their money? doing viral marketing campaigns when they could just buy the public showing rights to raw and put it in every cinema in america oh what a wonderful way to start the day um caroline welcome the podcast is already happening you've walked into it oh my goodness okay so here's the deal and this is only happening because i came back and went yummy 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 and i said that's the beginning of the episode (laughs) okay so we have to do some housekeeping up top yes some housekeeping so i will i'm going to explain and carson you can you can tell me if this uh conflicts with your artistic vision but i think i understand So we recorded intros as we do every episode to to Titan and to Roth. And because of the way the calendar works, because of the way these episodes are coming out, we're recording them back to back. Yes. And because they are by the same director and because we both we all watched both of them in very close proximity to one another. Our thoughts on them are very much blending together. And there's so much like connective tissue between the two of them in terms of like thematically. And like there's so much of like what. Uh, Corey, sorry, yes, it is sorry, objectively any, funny any, that I said vaguely food related <laughs> thing. I'm gonna fucking laugh at. Um, uh, interesting that you think the term connective tissue is uh, is uh, related to food and, and not the human I, body. I think you're. Getting but is the human body just food? Are we not all just consuming one another? I'm a method podcaster. <laughs> so, long story short, we just did. We just finished Chatan. Yes. We said quick to, we all ran to the bathroom, refilled our coffee. It's like, literally, I don't yep. even think we were gone 90 seconds. No, no. And so, Corey, do we have a game to return to? We do not. Great. Great. So, so Untitled Letterbox. So oh, good. As far as all of you lovely listeners are concerned, we just watched Raw. Yeah. What actually just happened is we just had the fever dream of the <laughs> Titan episode that you yeah. all hopefully <laughs> have listened to by this point. And we're just wrapping that right back into uh, Raw. So, all right, here we go. I, can I Here start? we go. So this is Corey's yes. choice. So let's this throw is Corey's choice. Corey, you start it. So I part of the reason I picked this, I picked this movie. I was going back and forth on a few things. Uh, I don't know another situation where I could force someone to talk about this movie with me. And I just needed to talk about this movie after I watched it. 
Um, the so so Caroline asked this morning, you know, why why I like this so much. So and I think so much of the way that I evaluate horror is how it ends and how it's like the monster comes back. Yeah, um, it's very much like we talk about it a lot, how it's related to comedy. It's very much like horror films kind of have to have a punchline. Yep. And, and if the punchline isn't good, it's not good. I, I'm going to go out on a limb. I said I had a hot take. I okay. think that the final moment of this movie where the dad's unbuttoning the shirt yeah. and he says, I'm sure I screenshotted it. I'm sure you'll find a solution, honey. Yeah. I think that is maybe my favorite. The monster is still here. Yeah. Like reveal in any horror movie ever. Yeah. And it's well, because it's a reveal that I think I made reference to this as we were talking about Titan Titan a little bit, but like it's a reveal that absolutely changed my I was like, oh, this is like I, I now kind of understand what this movie's about more like I yeah. okay I get it like this yeah. yeah um in a way that as I mentioned I do think that raw is a bit because again it's a very subtle very you know th- you know kind of like thematically ambiguous movie in a lot of ways but I do think it is more didactic and more not even clear but more like forward with what it's what it's about than Titan is. And I think that's I th- largely yes. because of the ending. I think the ending puts a lot of things in perspective. I think yeah. it's more didactic in a way, but not in a way, in my opinion, at least, that beats you over the head with it. No. Because it is that no. final moment, no, wraps it all up, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's yeah, no, terrifying. That's, that's interesting. Wait, Carson, you said the final moment changed the way you viewed the film? Yeah. That's that's interesting because I felt like the final the final thing was like a perfect bow. Like I'm like, no, I'm like I mean, this is I, almost I'm like this is almost unneeded. Like I mm-hmm. almost like like I got everything already that happens in that final scene but like the the explicitness of it and the way that it's executed is like a very nice little like button to the end of it. I, I should have made unnecessary but I, I should have maybe been what I was. more exacting with my words. It did not change my view of the film in some radical way. I support. I, I suppose it sort of reminded me what the film was about in such a way that it put things in clear perspective for me. Maybe that's a more well because I feel like this is really. I, I've, I said this to Caroline. Uh, I sometimes have a lot of trouble analyzing, uh, like academically, horror film sure. ex- horror films, especially. And this thing's got so many fucking threads running mm-hmm. through it that I, I think really it's a little for a while. It's a little subjective. What are you going to take out of it? And then yeah. That, then you realize mom's been munching on dad. And yeah, it's it, yeah. I don't and, know. Uh, and that is that is jerking out being like, this is the message of the film. Yeah. OK, yeah. so um, uh, I also so what do you think <laughs> I liked it. I was fucking disgusted. I don't <laughs> um, I don't think it's as good as Titan nearly. I do think I think watching the two together is a very fascinating exercise because I do see Titan as the next step of of both Ducanal improving her skills as a filmmaker, but also I said it last time of her expanding these ideas that she's coming back to and expanding these visual, you know, this kind of visual language that she's inventing um, to the point that like, I just, I was looking at the fucking Wikipedia for this and I knew this, but I wasn't thinking about it. Fucking like she uses the same names. Fucking the older sister's name is Alexia and the guy's name is Adrian. Like, like, and you said it, Corey, the um, Garrett's Miller is the, or Garrett's, how do you, 
pronounce that name. Garance Mallier, probably. I don't know. Yeah. But she's Garance Mallier. Mallier. Yeah. She uh, but she's the woman in the shower with um with Alexia in, in Titan. And I believe yeah. her and name is also Justine. The same- yeah, this yeah, same like it is here. Yeah, I'm like, so I'm like, okay, oh my so god, she's is... doing the Tarantino thing. Where yeah, you're on. <laughs> it's one universe. Actually, Justine, she isn't Justine a cannibal is anymore. Justine is the movie they she... were watching at the theater in Inglorious Bastards. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, so clearly, this is. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe there's literally nothing to that. Maybe this is just Julia likes some names and she keeps using them. But like, I don't. I don't think that that's the case. I think there's some purposeful connection that she's drawing between these characters probably well i was watching an interview with her and she talked about how there was that connection and the films are very much in conversation with each other yeah that in the sense that they are both kind of at their core a love story and yeah i think that's really fascinating i I think this one less than Titan. um obviously i that's that's my opinion but you know, I, my fucking Marvel zombie brain mm-hmm. went, oh my God, is, are they the same thing? And I was like, no, yeah. I don't think that's what's happening. No. But I, yeah, I think that just with how sort of in conversation they are, I think it's really fascinating that there are the same names. Yeah. So there was a better point there when I started talking. No, no I know you're no, right. That was great. That was great. Yeah. You're correct. Um, let's start at the beginning. Oh my god. Okay. A very good place to start. This chick Justine, right? She's a vegetarian. You get this because she goes to a there, she's on the way to college for to vet school, and she's eating some mashed potatoes. She very clearly tells the person, no, no meat. We are vegetarian. There is some meat in her potatoes. She almost eats it, but spits it out. The mother gets very, it's a thing that, again, by that that last shot of the movie actually really elucidated the mother's concern at the beginning of the movie. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and it's like, and it's, and it's, it's, I mean, fuck. I mean, we're starting with the first scene, but like. It's in conversation with the last, last scene. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it really is that thing where like, so the beginning of the film, like the first 30 minutes of this film, I'm like, oh, this is about repression. This mm-hmm. is about like, and it is like, it, it is. is. But it's, yeah. Like, like, okay, this is a film about repression. This is a film about controlling parents and like you breaking out and learning to do your own thing. And it's the metaphor for that is that the parents, uh, you know, make her be a vegetarian. And because, and then like she tastes like just a bit of, you know, an alternative to that. And then she goes absolutely crazy. Yeah. Like, like chasing that high. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, cool. Like, I'm like, I know where this is going. And then you find out it's because she inherited that from Mm -hmm. her parents, not, and like her parents are doing the thing. The parents are repressing themselves because they are going to, they are just as crazy about it. I think I like, uh, like at the beginning, there's like, no, you're a veg, like we're vegetarians. She's like, it's fine. I don't care. She's like, no, we're taking it back. Like we're vegetarians. I was like, okay, I get where this is going. And then by the end, I'm like, I'm just like, and and it becomes that tragic thing of it's the controlling parent who is being controlled. So controlling because she knows if she's not the worst thing in the world is going to happen yeah uh-huh. but also the kid has to learn these things for herself and it's like boom we just talked about the entire movie because we talked about the first scene go on yeah yeah no but that's and that's what i'm saying is that kind of in that is that i do think raw is more about that message whereas Titan is about a lot of things and raw is very you know again like i said it's it's also somewhat visually dense it's it touches on a lot of topics but it, it is so concerned with delivering that message to you um 
that yeah that last reveal i went oh this was moves yeah like, oh yeah okay like like not just like i had noticed that before it's not that i didn't pick up on it but like oh that is it's the thing caroline's saying exactly is yeah, yeah. i want to call out really quickly yeah. uh, i don't think we need to talk about it but the cold open of this thing is the, the car, car crash, crash. Car crash. Yes. julia loves a car crash she julia loves starting loves- a movie the car crash that's <laughs> her whole thing uh yeah i think it's a really interesting way to start it and i like that it's not established is it justine is it mm-hmm. Alexia? But uh, like the when it's called back to later in the movie, I think I just think it's a really interesting way to start the thing. And I just wanted to call that out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I do like it. It is good. Um, yeah. So she goes to uh, Juju. Justine goes to veterinary school. And what the fuck are schools in France? This is something I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you have to like you have to like <laughs> frat rush for your major. You got to frat rush for your major. One, two. The, they're fucking. The teachers are in on it. The teachers are in. This was the thing. I was like, they go to well, and it's. I talked about it a little bit in Titan because Titan's obviously way more surreal. We just talked about it. It's, it's so much more surreal. So much more willing to be this. This movie certainly has notes of surrealism and notes of magical realism to it. But Titan goes way further with that where to the the scene where they they get coated in blood and then they, <laughs> she's uh, taking coded. the test coated their coats, coats the coats they're wearing the coats the coats are important they get coated in blood and then they are taking a test and they're still coated in blood i was like wouldn't the teacher have a problem with that but i do i i think that all the stuff about you know the, the hazing culture and the fraternization is julia being like no this you know, the, 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 all this, the, the stuff about repression and the stuff about like sexuality and chaos and all this shit that she's nodding at. It's like, it's not that this is something that is outside of the system. It's not that this is a divergence from the system is that this is part of it. Like it and yeah. using, using college and like a college hazing culture is a, I think at first seems very odd, but I think is a very elegant way of presenting that. Yes, because well, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And and they do the whole thing, too, where it's like they're at the party and they go in like the back and like the parties yeah. are all in the fucking academic building, yes. which is one they party terrifying. in a fucking morgue. Yeah. 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 <laughs> which is one terrifying too. metal as hell. Oh, um, yeah. Can you imagine just fucking raging in Hollenbeck. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. That hell would yeah. Be sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so like and then they find the photos of all the classes and they're like see your mom and dad did the same fucking thing mm-hmm. and it's just like i mean this is a thing we're going to keep returning to is it's like i love that like the film is setting up like you're only doing all of this because mm-hmm. like you're only doing this because your parents told you to do it you're only yeah. doing this because your parents told you to do it and then even her rebellion that she starts going the path she starts going down of her rebellion of like i'm doing something different like and this is scary and it's intoxicating and the whole thing is like no we told you to do a because we knew that if you didn't you were going to do b and we know that yeah. because we were so inclined to do b yeah like yeah. we did b so we and we didn't want you to do b so we told you to do a and because we told you to do a you ended yeah. up doing b and yeah. it's like yeah. it's yeah it's just that whole thing of like the the inescapability of everything is yeah. so claustrophobic and, and incredible and it's so liberating later and i'm jumping so far ahead yeah, yeah yeah it is so liberating later when you find out that the sister yeah is is doing it too yeah uh-huh. and you're like oh my god so she like she's not a fucking freak or if she is a fucking freak it's like 
there are other fucking freaks and we're all really fucking freaks and it's like and it's great but then it, but then it becomes so much claustrophobic again with the yeah. dad is like no nah, yeah. like 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 we're fucking freaks too hon like the reason we sent you to vet school is so that you wouldn't be a fucking freak but like guess what we're all fucking freaks so yeah. like try to not be yeah do you your know? best you'll probably figure it out you probably won't go to you won't go to jail for killing and eating a man's leg probably maybe yeah yeah. Um, so jumping so, back to like minute fifteen. Yeah, but no, but it, it starts with the hazing, and it it is because they're obviously one of the metaphors that is at work here is there is this like because the cannibalism that serves for a metaphor for a lot of things, but like the fact that they're tying it to this sort of like um, this sort of like almost innocent sort of um, youthful degeneracy this movie is about like being in your early 20s and being away from mom and dad for the first time and like that so much of like and i don't know again this is my question with like is the semiotics in france kind of different because so much of the college experience in america is about you're away from mom and dad for the first time we have taken off the guardrails of your life and the thing that you are expected to do with that again it's the thing you were talking about caroline that there is this expectation to rebel which is a really odd paradox Right. You know, that like the thing that you the thing that you're supposed to do is to go to college and break all the rules. Like that's it's kind, yeah. it's kind of like the matrix the more I think about it. Yeah, a little it's bit, like you get know? it all yeah. out of your system while you're like young yeah. and you can and yeah. like yeah, go sow like, your wild oats and then like go get your business degree and like yeah. sit in a cubicle for four yes, years and exactly. Die. But like <laughs> if you're lucky. Yes, yeah, yeah, you know, you're making some money. But like and we're we all went to college together, so I think that this is a perfect, you know, kind of film for us to talk about in that way. That <laughs> One, you go to college and you get out and you realize that like, no, college is a weird liminal space, but this shit, this shit is just society. This is not like, it's not actually that separate. And like, two, that like, there is this like, there, you know, the fucking the di- the, fucking the the power of the Dionysian impulse to to rebel and to and to party and to to disobey your parents, is simultaneously intoxicating and fantastic and freeing and empowering and it is also degenerative and destruct and destructive and and harmful to you and everyone around you like yeah and that is i think the other thing that this movie is dealing with very you know very much because and if you you just do what your parents tell you to do you're destroying yourself and if you rebel and eat your classmates you're destroying yourself and And also your classmates and also your classmates and also also your your literal yeah and i mean and the the metaphor of it being cannibalism one is a really good it makes you know it is a just it makes the movie pretty scary and interesting and gross and like yeah. and, and more watchable in that way. But also it, it is a very purposeful metaphor of it is about I, I yelled it at the beginning of the episode. It's about consumption. It's about, you know, it's it's about how sexuality is consumption. It's about how, you know, consuming things fills you up and makes you more powerful and can en- enliven you. But it's also simultaneously taking away from something else. It's why the, you know, the vegetarianism works, because it's like we eat meat and it fills me, but it kills another thing like it yeah 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 like that's that's the thing that's the metaphor okay so they do the (laughs) we just talked about the whole movie they do the they do the hazing they do the classes the rabbit kidneys and then that's and then it's it's almost kind of a again it's more it's more uh, it's a weird thing to say but it's like much more it's much easier to digest literally than tatan in the way that it's like she gets the taste and then it it, it follows yeah. horror tropes more oh yeah more literally yeah. way more literally this it is this, also body horror but i would say it's more of a capital h horror yeah this is a horror, way more yeah. this is a horror movie to it's the thing that you said caroline tatan is not really a horror movie it's a love story this is a horror movie that is yeah. operating in yeah. body horror yeah she gets the taste 
she has to and then it's it's yeah it's it's more and more and more and more and this is it's the thing we're talking about that like as she descends further into cannibalism um she's also becoming more liberated more like sexually liberated more just more uh, like more comfortable inside her own body i will say this is a good time i think to say this that um grants i'm not even going to attempt to pronounce her last name incredible casting uh-huh. for this one because she is good in it her performance is good also i think that they do a really good job of casting all the college kids as people who look like college kids like Absolutely. they're not doing the like these are 30 year except for adrian but i'll come back to that that like all these kids pretty much look like kids in their early 20s and like or like you know 18 19 years old and like despite that garrett's is so slight and mousish and like she still reads as very young and innocent and impressionable even next to all these like literal 18 year olds and i'd I'd even buy a reading where someone interpreted because the professor like shit talks her and it's like well i heard you you know i've heard all about you i heard you were coming you make Mm. my other students feel bad maybe she skipped a couple of grades like i don't i don't think that's explicitly in the text but yeah. i think she also yeah. does look look younger and i think yeah. that's a fascinating she's like, a wonder kid well, and, and she's, a, she's a legacy like yeah. when mm-hmm. her parents are both very successful she like comes in uh, assumedly on scholarship all that good stuff yeah um, well, yeah it's no, france 100%. everyone's on scholarship well that's oh fuck you're probably right you know what i mean that's yeah i do I, mean. I do um okay so let's so she gets the doctor the doctor the doctor fucking okay this is another thing what are schools in france too are you allowed to like Just i'm always impressed the- i am so impressed by how much the french are the french <laughs> like how how boldly the french are the french that like yeah. if i said to you in this in this french film there's a doctor who talks to a young woman about her body and how she'd accept her own body and then she whips out a cigarette and starts smoking it in the middle of this like clinic <laughs> it would sound almost it would sound like i'm making a joke but no that is what happens in the film they are all smoking she the scene later outside the hospital where the dad's like do you smoke and she just says yeah and she says yeah, yeah. and she takes a drink of the cigarette well and that's the thing too that i was thinking about too is it's like is it's like uh-oh like mm-hmm. there's a vice like yeah like inherited from your parents yeah there it is by your parents like uh-huh. and like don't get me wrong i would fucking love it if my dad was smoking a cigarette and was like you want one i'd be like hell yeah i do <laughs> but uh yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just the concept of your dad being like, you want a sick? Hey, Imagine my dad. Smoke up, Johnny! That's uh, ridiculous. Uh, the dumbest okay. thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, so yeah, so they do the, yeah, she starts having cravings for meat. She fucking eats raw chicken. It's gross. And then that's like just a, it is. gets so much grosser as it goes along. Um, she Wait, is that? Huh. I always thought that was salmon. The one, she comes back and... Do they put? No, it's like heart shaped. It's like like this. The audience can't see this, but I'm doing a thing with my hands to make it demonstrate that it's a chicken chicken breast. breast. I eat a lot of chicken breast. Okay, I said it in the Tatan episode. I go to the gym a lot. I'm eating a lot of chicken breast. Um, Amazing. Fucking. uh, (laughs) But so yeah, she she just starts fucking eating raw meat. It's gross. Um, they go, she and Adrian. Okay, can we talk about Adrian? Oh, hold on one. Yeah. All right. Oh, we got to yeah, talk, yeah, yeah. talk about Adrian. Great yeah. character. Love that guy. Cool dude. Uh, he, the introduction, Caroline, Caroline, you have to talk about the introduction of this character because as we said we before, are not we, can't, allowed. we can't. We're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, no, I mean, 
It's great. I love it. It's a great introduction. He uses he uses the F slur, yes. and I was I will not say it on this podcast yes. to be respectful, but I did say to Corey and Carson before we started it. I'm like, I'm allowed to say it. And you guys aren't. Ha, ha, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Um, that's his introduction. It is. It, it's because the whole thing is like she's like, you're a boy. You can't be my roommate. And he's like, I'm gay. I guess they think that's basically the same thing. And it is these little notes of the stuff that she's going to dive so much more into into Tan of like societal expect like societal gender expectations. Um, Adrian, I do think is the one character who looks older than most of the other people in the class. And I think that that's purposeful because yeah. he, he becomes this avatar of like female desire. Like he, you know, so many, sure. um, like, yeah. Like, I mean, you get that great scene later where he's, pl- what are they playing? Like soccer or something or like basketball. I don't even remember. Uh, they're playing, uh, soccer. Yeah. Soccer. They're playing f- football and he's the one shirtless guy. So you just get to see like his like hot, sweaty abs and it keeps, it's a classic, a classic thing in movies where it's like hot, sweaty dude abs cut back to lady and she's just looking at him like, oh man, I just want to take him apart. And like the 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 metaphor of this film is that it takes it the one step further of just like you see her face and she and you're like, does she want to fuck him or does she want to eat him? And the question yep. is, and the answer is both. Yeah, the answer like, is, that's, yep. That's the metaphor, yep, uh-huh, like... And then she literally does that because she does. And then the I mean, the sex scene they have one is it's the the whole like <laughs> it did make me laugh. But the her being like, why are we not like, what's up? You took my virginity and now you're being all weird about it. He's like, I didn't like I being gay for 20 years so that I could have sex with a woman now, which made me did make me giggle. It is kind of a funny thing to say, but it is like very like, yeah, like she can't deal with the fact that he does not want her in the way that she wants him. Yeah. And like it it just it sets up this very one sided sexual relationship that is then mirrored by the parents. Like you see the, you know, the dad with the bite marks of like he is being Uh consumed, but she is not. And it's a very interesting inversion because I think a lot of. But do we get the do we get the sense that do we get the sense that the mom isn't? I personally don't. I don't get the sense that the mom's getting munched on it. I personally get the sense that mom's munching dad. Well, yeah, I mean, it's very clear that mom is munching dad, but like I. I kind of figured that because they loop, I, I, I feel like because they loop mom and dad in with everything and mom and dad are both vegetarians and not just mom. Like I got the sense that it was just like, and because also the sister, I got the sense that he was just like, yeah, we're all just this fucked up. I got the sense that he was also in on it, but the only thing that I would push back on is there's a very clear shot. And I didn't realize this until the mm-hmm. second time I watched it. Uh, when he's dropping her off in college, you the first time you're like, oh, his lips kind of fucked up. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he is, yeah, he's, he's got the hair lip. He's got the walking. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. The, he's got the she bit my lip off thing. Yeah. Which I think that, the kid. I think it's very purposeful that he is the only one that has visible scarring. Like we don't mm. see visible scarring on the mom. Yeah, this fair. Here's my thing. And this is also, <laughs> I do think that the Ben Shapiro take on this movie is like untamed female sexuality is dangerous. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is not, I don't think what this thing is concerned. But I do think, I do think that it's very particular that this is a matrilineal thing i think if alexia was adrian and she was going to school trying to emulate her brother or if i i did think yeah. watching this movie i th- i thought for a while i was like oh because alexia being very forthcoming about like 
you know, nothing else good on the menu, you know, her taking her down the road of cannibalism stuff. I, I part of me did think I was like, oh, is the thing that all the students are cannibals, like all the elite students are, there is something like part of the hazing is that this is a thing that you go through. But the fact that it's very clear, no, this is a thing between the two sisters. Yeah. And then that yeah. co- compacted by, and I, I wish I had it in front of me because the way the dad talks about it at the end is very like, I I feel as though it was him talking about like, I didn't know that there was something with her. We kissed and then it happened. Uh Like it suggests to me that this is not something in him. It's something like the fucked up thing is that like, it's something that he has maybe, maybe the, the interesting thing is that it did not repulse him you know, as much as it did Adrian, because Adrian's gay. Like, that's the thing. I think there's also a different version of the movie where it's very explicitly about her living with a straight man and him kind of being into it. Yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, oh. like, like, and it's, and it's not, that's not what it is. Um, at all. At all. And like, and it's this, it's the, the sex scene's really good because it's simultaneously about him giving in to just the idea of sexual satisfaction, but also not giving into the kind of base animalism that she is. And I think that there's a different version of the movie where it's a straight man and he is a little bit. He's kind of, that's part of it, you know? That there Absolutely. is something about, I, again, it's, I think that the, a lot of the time, the the way that that visual metaphor of consumption, like sex equaling consumption and degradation is usually played out is it is usually about a man preying upon a woman. It's usually about, you know, masculine sexuality overpowering a female. Yeah. And this is this is the opposite. It's about the other thing, which is that, you know, and you can take a lot out of it of like, it is about the opposite symbolism. It's about female sexuality being consumptive of a male's body, which is just a, is just a thing that we are less comfortable with as a society, I think. And that's why it is being taken in this very extreme horror movie metaphor. hundred percent. No, I'm so into that. I'm so into that take. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's what it is. Cause I mean, I'll just, as a straight man, that was the thing I was thinking was like, because look, Hey, look again, it's a thing. I think that girls are more simultaneously more comfortable with because they deal with it and caroline you you tell me man but like more comfortable with but also more you know ready to avoid is we live in the society in which women can be objectified and have their bodies turned into images for you know sexual consumption all the time everywhere yeah and like me as a man i know that that must be fucking very difficult and harrowing and you know, unsafe in a lot of ways, but also sometimes I'm like, man, I wish somebody would just objectify me sexually. Wouldn't that be great? You know, like no, I, I sometimes like- I just, you know, like, Hey, I'll, I, you know, let's get a little TMI, but like sexual biting is a thing and it's like a consumption thing. Oh, trust me. I'm yeah. aware that it is yeah. a thing. Oh um, yeah. We got- <laughs> bonk? A bonk? <laughs> I got bonked. Um, finally getting bonked. Finally um, getting bonked on the no, like, I mean, it's true. I mean, like, literally, like, as we are recording this podcast, I am, yeah. um, you know, like, very, um, very casually texting with my fems and dems mm. little uh, group chat. And, uh, you know, Corey, you're wearing a jersey for the football team that is around here. And uh, my one friend is like, I don't think I want to go to the bar that you want to go to because like it's a game day so like it's probably gonna be kind of crazy at that mm. bar so i want to yeah. somewhere a little bit more chill and i was literally like girl as long as i get to be drunk and hot like <laughs> I will go. yeah i was like if i can just like as long as i can like as long as it's not going to be weird if i roll in looking super slutty mm-hmm. like i'll go yeah 
Love that. By that same token, literally yesterday I was walking down the street, uh, as you know, one does when they live in the city. Mm-hmm. And I walked past and like literally I was like, I was coming back from a work thing that was outside. So I was literally wearing like jeans and like a sweater with like a like a like an autumn vest on it. But it was like a cute little outfit, you know, it was like a practical outdoorsy outfit, but it was a cute little outfit. And I was I walked past this group of construction workers and I'm just like, I swear to fuck. God, I swear to fucking God, I swear to fucking God, I swear to fucking yeah. God. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, there is that you, I mean, you do get that duality of like, of just like, it's fun that like, I can be on a dating app and get a lot of attention whenever mm-hmm. I need it. And also it is horrendous that I'm just like, what are your interests? And like, literally people will be like, haha, I want to fuck you. Yeah, dick like, pic. And it's just like, well, it's just like, it's just like, it would have been, it was like, you're cute and your bio is funny, but you keep talking about your literal penis. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear about your literal penis. So like, yeah. yes, there is, there is a duality there. Yeah. Hi, yeah. is this therapy? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Julia, for therapizing us. Um, yeah, and it's the... I mean, it's very explicit. It's the scene I said I want to talk about where her use of music is really important in this, that like there's the French pop song that's being sung as yeah. I will hurt you Just, so good. I will hurt I will you, you so good. good. I'm yeah. going to like, like I, you know, it's like I consume boys fucking, you know, she's like kissing the mirror, doing that whole thing. And like, I, I'm like, look, if the, if that song was not important to the film, they would not have bothered to translate it to english you know Uh um but yeah it's the her wearing the dress that alexia got her and like being confident in it and putting on the makeup and and kissing herself in the mirror and it's the yeah it's 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 just that symbol of duality of like she's in this situation in this college situation where everybody's telling her like be you're cool if you're sexual you're like be like you're cool sexually adventurous older sister and like go out to parties and like kiss boys and like the only way that she can find any sort of comfort in that is to be the is to be the predator is to be the aggressor and like specifically to be the predator and the aggressor to a boy that has no sexual interest in her mm-hmm. is like yeah. like like yeah that's the, well, that's the metaphor she, right there does she bite the guy's lip off before or after she, uh she has sex with this is Adrian. A good question. I think it's before because it I think before. he he goes into the room and says, "How big of an issue is this?" And then they yeah, have yeah, sex. Yeah. It's just trying to bite yes, him. Yes, the it is yes, before. Yes, it is yeah. before because yeah. And then you get the after they have sex, she's she purposefully gets super drunk and like tries to dance up on the boys, and it's just very awkward. Nobody wants it. And like she kisses the boy, and the girlfriend's like, "What the fuck?" And like, go find someone else. And so she kisses her, and she's just kind of. Fl- and it's like it, it is that very college thing of you see someone who is. It's the it's the duality of the thing where like so much of society, and especially when you compact society into college partying, it's just telling young girls like, "Be a slut, be a slut, be a slut. You'll be cool if you're a slut." But as soon as you actually act on that sexual adventurism, we're going to uh, push you away and say you. You're a you know, gross. Slut. You're a fucking slut. Yeah, like it's yeah. like that's the that's the thing, and like yeah, and, uh, and then you, yeah, but then you get into the whole like oh we're having slutty summer thing. Yeah, like, you get into yeah, yeah. The whole just like what I was like literally saying earlier to my friend where I was like I just want to look like a slut tonight. Yeah, it's like that's yeah. empowering and fun, but it's also yeah. just like yeah. And I mean like the I mean the whole thing is like self determination. Like mm. obviously, like the whole thing is like somebody. I mean it's the whole thing. You know, I saw a tweet the other day. It's just like it's just like women uh in iran who are protesting to not 
you know, wear like a hijab or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, and women in I forget what country it is, but there's simultaneously I mean, France where might where be women, France. France always has issues with this. Yeah. And and there's literally at at the same exact time, there is somewhere else in the world where women are protesting to be allowed to wear it. Yeah. And, and like the, you know, the thing I saw, which is obviously rather obvious, but it's Mm. important to the conversation. It's just like, they're protesting for the same thing, which is choice. Yeah. Like they are protesting. It is like, they are on different sides of the same exact issue, but they're protesting the same thing. Yeah. They're protesting for the right to be able to determine that. And it's like the whole thing of like going to a college party and getting like, you know, getting like too drunk and people sexually objectifying you and calling you as Mm blood. That's bad. You saying like, I want to look hot and slutty at the bar tonight with my girlfriends Mm -hmm. because like, I want to feel, I want to feel attractive and I want to mm-hmm. have fun and I want to like be young and dumb and stupid and in my 20s. Like that's self-determination. Like, yeah. 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 It's, and to return it to the metaphor of raw, it's the, the protests and the will and the right for choices is this like, it's, it's trying to be seen as a human being with, you know, with self-determination rather than a piece of livestock, which exists for, the pleasure of others and the whole you know. and this thing in the movie of how yeah. like it it goes back and forth mm-hmm. between fucking like the rebellion's all part of the system and the mm-hmm. system is what you're rebelling against it's just it's just it's 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 the matrix reloaded awesome yeah 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 um yeah and like and it's the movie is asked. I again, I do not think that Julie Ducanau is making a is making a statement about how dangerous female sexuality is, but it's asking the question of within the bounds of this system, is there a is there a method of female self-control that is not or of like female self-expression and female choice that is not degenerative or like the system can see in a way that is not degenerative. I'm going to jump does in not for dehumanize others. Yeah, I, I think that there's a really interesting like pulling that thread a little bit more. I think it's really interesting that. The first time we see her take that sexual agency and get all dressed up and go to a party is the same night that her sister then takes advantage of her and feeds her dead bodies yep, out of yep, a yep. fucking morgue. And we like I think that's a really interesting dichotomy that the second she she chooses to do that is the second that she is then taken advantage of and looked down. Upon. Makes her act like a dog, makes her act like yeah. a little, literal animal. And that's the that's the continuum of the film. That's the how much do we see the choice of being vegetarians? Like how much how much human empathy can we give towards animals? And by that same token, how much dehumanizing an animal like how much animalistic dehumanization is part of you know part of this rebellion and part of human sexuality and part, yeah it's yeah. like all it's that it's all tied up together yeah. and the dog uh the dad says about the dog oh no we have to put him down because he's yeah. got a taste of flesh once yeah. once you taste the flesh you can never go back yeah yeah which is and he knows from he knows you sure do. he getting he getting fuck bit that's what he's doing with his wife uh, yeah, this movie's unsettling. It is deeply yeah. unsettling. Uh, uh, can I, I wanted to, Kirsten, you called out something really awesome with music. I want to, I want to call out yeah. one other moment uh, mm-hmm. when Justine's eating the finger, mm-hmm. uh, and it kind God. of has that like kind of subtle violin thing. Yeah. And the second she takes the bite out of the finger, it comes yeah. in with like electric violin and guitar, and yeah. just like turns it turns into like a rock and roll moment and there's that whole fucking sustaining shot on her. You're like, how long do I have to watch this? Mm. And then you see the sister's legs start to twitch and you're like, oh my God, she's She's gonna gonna get found. Yeah. Uh, It's a very good moment. That and the other, it's it's weird that 
this and Scott Pilgrim versus the world are the two movies in which there's a like young 20 something party going on that's set to the song. It's getting boring by the sea. It's a very, I don't know. They're pretty much the same movie, right? Basically the same movie. How many people does Ramona Flowers eat in Scott Pilgrim vs. the world? Um, uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. This movie is, I don't think it's as good as Titan because it's just not as, it's not a, as about Titan's about so much and it's so yeah. fucking well, I think it's, I think it's really interesting that, um, and I don't know, maybe it's just like, maybe it's just different names for the same thing. Yeah. But like, I think it's really interesting that you guys both are focusing so much on like the female sexuality of the whole thing because yes. like, the entire yes. time I was focusing much more on like, cause you know, like, yeah, like she's, she's a young woman and it's mm-hmm. her first time away at college. Like, like sex is huge there. And like, mm-hmm. yes, this is all about like consumption and all that stuff. But like, I was focusing so much more on the like repression of the inherited, yeah, like the inheritance from the parents and the family and the relationship with the sister. And like, I was viewing this so much yeah. more of a film about like not intergenerational trauma because it's not the thing, like a bad thing happened to the parents. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's not David yeah, Gordon Green's 2018. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> um, but like, you know, like it's, it, I was focusing so much more on the relationship between her and her sister and about how just like you inherit these things from your parents and like, yes, the repression of everything and mm-hmm. all of that more so than I was like, oh, this is a film about female sexuality. I was like, this is a film about repression mm-hmm. that has stuff about female sexuality baked into it. But I think, for, I think for me, the female sexuality is tied so closely to yeah. the repression because yeah, totally. I like I I'm not comparing myself to the main character. I did not go to college and start eating people. Yeah, but Mm, sounds I, fake. Bet you did. Yeah. <laughs> I was there before if you got there. Yeah. Um, no, but I went to college and my first semester was just a fuck up because yeah. I did live a fairly repressed childhood. And I was like, oh, my God, freedom and adulthood. Mm-hmm. And it takes yeah. a second to figure yeah. out how to be a fucking person in this world where it's like you can do whatever you want. Yeah. No, same. That was the the other. I, I don't know. I guess the female sexuality thing to me is just it's the probably because I am a straight man. I would say definitely because I'm a straight man. It's the thing that when I it's a weird metaphor, but it's it's the thing that when I rub my hand over the piece of wood, that's the splinter that sticks out to me. It's just it's not that it's the biggest one. It's just the one I feel, you know, No, totally, totally. like sure. like like. No, I mean, I have the exact same thought because I, too, uh, was a good little good little boy. I yeah, think in many ways I'm still a good little boy, but not as you know, I went to college and you kind of cut loose a little bit now and with like that, now with that vincent linden body you're a you're, no, a, you're Joe, a good big, boy. Big, big boy, <laughs> boy but like no but like you know in terms of like I, and i do think that's the other thing that stuck out to me and is the hazing in the college aspect of it all is like because well, we're so certified hazers. much that is oh that is Corey, true that is true that is we true. are all we are all for some reason um but like is that so much of young adulthood? And again, it might be different in France, but in America, a thing that we talk about because we all went to college together is like you get out of college and you're like, wait, that was my dry run for being an adult. That was my dry run for being free and being able to do whatever I want. And the thing that I was that not only I partially I chose to do with it, but partially also the system pushed me into doing was to be a total like degenerate whack ass and to just you know i mean we also drink went, and party I, and stuff like and like a very specific college experience this is very true yes no, like, okay i do have to tell the story because it's funny and Carson, yeah. i don't think i've told you this mm-hmm. um a while ago i was um so this i i, I 
brought this, I told this story to some coworkers the other day because we were talking about college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, the older I get, the more I find that I had a very unusual college experience <laughs> because I was like, I was like, I was at like a, like on a girl's trip a few a few months ago and we were like all in the hot tub and like having a good time. One of the girls was like, oh my God, like what's the drunkest you've ever been? And like, as you I'm do lit- on girls trips. Yeah. Yeah. As, as one does. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? And she's just like, it, it, it it's not a trick question. Like what's like, you know, like what's, <laughs> what's the drunkest you've ever been? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, and I wasn't saying this because she didn't go to college because she did. But I, yeah. I, I just said this, this wasn't like, oh, you didn't go to college. You don't know what college is. But I was like, I was like, I don't know. I went to college. So there's like a 40 way tie. Yeah. I was like, Before what do you I mean? I was like, my education minor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, 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 we were, weren't you drunk for approximately 40% of the time you spent at college? Like, weren't you yeah. like blacking out like three times a week? What? And everyone looked at me like I had like four heads. And I was like, yeah. I was like is that not n- nor- normal? I was like, I don't know, because like you hit a certain point and then you keep drinking and then like you don't remember. So yeah, like, you get, how you can get... I tell you the drunkest I've been when like 40 of those nights I just don't even remember? And it's everybody not, just yeah. looked at me like I was insane. It's which, not that there which is... Which time I hopped the fence into the cemetery. <laughs> yeah. It's not that there is like one particular time in which I realized is that there is... Eventually you get to the point where you realize this is the line where everything below this is fun. And then the line past that is <laughs> everything past this is irresponsible and dangerous. And in looking back on it, you're like, I why? crossed that line. So yeah, you're times. like, why did I do that? You're like, what a like, oh my God, like by the grace of God, I am like nothing still terrible alive. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're like, and th- yeah. And that's kind of what the movie is, is you're just like, you fuck it. You're like, everyone says, go here, have a great time. You'll be fine. But also, ooh like simultaneously rebel against mean Mr. Moralism telling you to like keep it it in your pants and like don't get too crazy and you're like no fuck you but actually the thing that you know you get to the end of it and you're like oh that was bad that was degenerative that hurt everyone and myself and maybe I should not have done it and like and yeah and you're just and then so much of you know getting out of college is just like okay how do I learn to have fun in a way that is responsible and not horrible like yeah do y'all ever describe a hyper viper to someone oh yeah they look at you like a crazy person <laughs> that's that's caroline that's my version of that story i'm like yeah hyper viper hyper viper like, right and then you explain it and they're like why would you drink that and it's like well it's less than five dollars it's like so cheap and it's and then you have to do the explanation of like look it's not actually that much alcohol Really, when you think about it, it's just that it's really. It's so, only like drinking so, eight beers. Yeah, and it's, and it's like <laughs> All so. At once. The problem is that there's so much like sugar and like vitamins in it that you're just. And it's like it. And they're like, and they're like, well, does it taste good? It's like, no, it's no, terrible. absolutely not. It's like, it's like, it's like, I don't know if it tastes worse before you mix them yeah. or after, but like, because they both taste terrible. But it's like it's so cheap, and everybody's yeah. like, "Okay, like, dear, dear right. listener, a hyper viper is where you take a <sighs> king, forty ounce uh, king cobra, drink half of it, Alt liquor, and then fill it back up with a four loco." <laughs> Because you'll never get drunker for three seventy five. No, absolutely not. <laughs> a thing that I, I, yeah, because there's definitely my reaction to four loco in college is like they took all the energy, they took the fucking like 
caffeine yeah, out it was of it. Grain alcohol by the end. Took two of the locos. Out. Well, it was grain alcohol and sugar and like guarine and just and vitamins, which is like still enough to just make you act and say and do crazy shit. Like and it, it, in a way that is not responsible or good. Like I come in and I'm like, they should have took more stuff out of the four loco. <laughs> That's we shouldn't let people have that. That's not cool. Like, oh. yeah, it's and uh, yeah, so uh, raw and uh, yeah, it's yeah. The, and so, quick question. I yeah. think I think Carson, you mentioned earlier, and I just didn't catch it. Duger now has two films. What's everybody's mm. favorite so far? Titan. Um, I go back and forth because I've so for the longest uh, my gut reaction was always Titan, Titan, however the fuck you want to say it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Raw, I struggle because Raw is a hell of a lot more rewatchable in the sense that, like, if I want to throw a horror flick on, I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. I never want to watch Raw again. I must. I've watched it. I've watched it now two and a half times in the last month. Yeah, I'm a sociopath. Apparently, no, you're not. You like you're a horror fan, and I'm not. That's the. This is we. Yeah, Corey, do you know how many times I've watched the matrix in the last yeah. year <laughs> um do you know how well, much do you know how much i've watched the first half hour of the green knight in the last year touche to fall asleep to that shit yeah um so all that to say i if i had uh, I, i'm gonna pull a classic hhyns card sure. and say um favorite might be raw over titan mm-hmm. better is titan over raw yeah that's fair that's fair. Yeah. I don't I don't particularly have an opinion on which one is better because I think that they're both very, very different in their aims and they're both very, very well-made films. But Titan is very much, very yeah. much my jam. More yeah. my speed. Like agreed. literally like uh, talking about Raw, I'm like, wow, what a great like piece of beautiful intellectual art that is now in my head that will now yeah. inform the way I like, you know, yeah. it will it will change the way I watch cinema like 0.01%. And that is a great thing. And I yeah. love that I have that 0.01% mm-hmm. in my brain now. Uh, whereas like talking about Titan, I was like, fuck, I want to go watch Titan again yeah. right the fuck now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because yeah. it's a really disturbing fucked up yeah. movie. It's it's a really but, tough watch. Yeah. But I just, I just oh God, I love that movie. Actually, while we took our two minute break, I decided I was doing this whilst um, we were recording the Titan episode. But while we took our two minute break, while I was in the bathroom, I uh, pulled up my phone and I threw Titan on my 25, my top 25 of all time list. Nice. Here we go. And I think I put it at nine, too. Nice. Whenever I do a ranking on Letterboxd, it's just kind of like I started at the bottom, like, is it better than this? Is it better than this? Is it better than this? And it was just like going up and 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 up. And I think I ended up at nine or 10. Oh, I should do that. I still haven't made my 25 list on Letterboxd. Maybe I'll do that tonight when I get home from work. The name of the name of my top 25 list is literally, I guess I should probably have one of these, huh? Nice. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, uh, I I will just say I'm so sorry, Corey. Go on. I all I was going to say is I I made my 25 a while ago and have not really updated it since, so it's not on there. But on my list of horror, uh, Titan is number two. Raw. It goes Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, Titan, Raw. That's one, mm. two, and three. So this was just mm. a good day for you, recording wise. Yeah, much. right. <laughs> truly, truly couldn't have been better. Hit them all. Big, big day for producer Corey. Yeah. Because that having been said, I think that's probably Raw. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. So I have one last thing. Yes. One super quick last thing. I my favorite like horror bit in this whole thing is when she's yoinking the hair out of her throat. 
Oh, oh yeah, that's really disturbing. Oh, it's, it's it's awful. I am not a like nauseous. I do not get nauseous watching movies, and I have got I like have gotten like very upset every single time I've watched that. It's really bad. This movie turned my. I was I have been more scared by movies, but this movie turned my stomach. Yeah, more than anything else. I I will just two things I want to point out. Also, I, I forgot to say because we never we never really mentioned it, but the you said Corey at the beginning, the car crash at the beginning. And the fact like that, that the thing we're talking about of of, like her mother getting mad at the person because they served her meat accidentally, that being totally elucidated by the dad taking the shirt down at the end is exactly the same as the car crash at the beginning being something that is a complete non sequitur that then as soon as Alexia says come to the side of the road and she's looking at cars like like a fucking wolf like she's looking at cars yeah. like a predator she, it, before she jumped out at the car i was like oh fuck i know exactly what this is i know because i saw that car crash in the beginning i know i i now understand this character way better um yep. and then two i'll just say i prefer Titan because i think i've kind of said this over the course of the past two episodes but like i kind of see raw as a sort of deep meditation about like one idea and like the effects of this like kind of one thing Titan's a little more open-ended. Titan is yeah. way more it, open-ended, it and it's a about a lot of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. like, yeah. And, and in a way that I think, like, the fact that Titan can juggle so many balls and still be a complete <laughs> thought, like a whole movie, yeah. I yeah. think is to to me is more gratifying as a watcher and also just m- more interesting as like a yeah. critic. Like, no, yeah. I would yeah. I would agree. I I think Titan is maybe Titan is a little more um, investigative and yes. has a theme and has some things to say. Yeah, but is a little bit more um, inquisitive. Whereas Ra is like, I have an idea that I'm. Like, I have a statement that I am going to put on film, which is not a bad thing to do. Do not get yeah. me wrong. Like, some of my favorite... I mean, yeah. the fucking... I, I just said, like, how many times have I watched The Matrix? The yeah. Matrix yeah. is a fucking dissertation. Yes, yes. And yes, it's yeah. one of my favorite movies ever fucking yes, made. Yes, yes. But, yeah. like, like, so that's not a bad thing to do, but, like, I get to the end of Titan, and I'm just like, fuck, and I'm thinking about stuff. Mm-hmm. Where I get to the end of uh, Raw, and I am just like, Oh, I get I would, it. Exactly, exactly. Oh, I get it. Yeah, but she I takes mean, the thing out. I'm like, oh, I, I yeah. want to be clear. This is a phenomenal film. Oh, yeah, it's great. Just watch this, Corey. And no, yeah, absolutely. Both of Duke Renounce films back to back this week was oh, incredibly a treat. And like really like watching them in tandem really unlocks a lot from both of them mm-hmm. and i am so yeah. fucking excited to see her third film it better open with a car crash and we can it call it a car it, crash trilogy if it doesn't <laughs> open with a car crash i'm gonna be so annoyed. like if it does the three of us will be sitting in the theater and it just car cra- we will i think all three of us will stand up and start clapping like no yeah we'll literally be sitting in the theater and it will open with a scene of them like eating spaghetti and we'll be like no <laughs> no car crash car crash yeah. Uh, and then uh, you yeah. find out that the spaghetti is connective tissue. Uh, Call back. Call back to the beginning of the episode where Corey said connective tissue was food. Mm-hmm. I and I was it. thinking human tendons. Uh, okay, that's raw. We're that's done. Raw. <laughs> that's, that's raw. We're done. Corey. That's raw. Do, do, the, do the thing. If you like what you hear, please be sure to like us and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. Leaving a review would also really help out the visibility of the show. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all at HHYNSPod. Follow us on Letterboxd. Carson's is at FunMovieZone. Caroline's is at CK Cinema, and I am at Corey Reagan. A special thank you to our newest patrons. If you'd like a shout out on the show and bonus content, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pod.
Okay, good. I, um, so a moment ago, I had mentioned, I was mm-hmm. like, Corey, because Corey said my top three horror films of all time are Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Raw, and Titan. And I said, oh, wow, Corey, you must have had a really lovely day today. Because next week, we we already have it. Take like your 19th shot. We record these out of order. Yeah. We already have recorded. <laughs> this is a big day. This is a big day for people who uh, actually play our drinking game. Yeah, big day for them. I think Uh, the fact that they probably slipped into drunk right when we got into the talk about like, oh man, drinking, it's bad. (laughs) Like, (laughs) probably. Here's how I drink 64 ounces of grain alcohol in college. Um, Uh uh, We already have in the can recorded next week's episode. And Carson, you already know this, but for the listener at home, Next week, we will be watching Tobe Hooper's 1974, <laughs> The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, small point of elucidation. You is said it this Tobe in, or Toby? Is it, it's Toby, right? Is it? I don't His know. His name's not fucking Tobe. You, oh. oh. You say this in the episode, and I was just like, oh, whatever, we'll keep going. But is I, it Toby? I, I, it's got to be Toby. There's I no way his name is Tobe. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I've heard it pronounced. Stop the presses. I, I re- this is not a Brendan Fraser thing. This is his name's got to be Toby. I'm also looking it up. Google does say it's Toby. So I'll take it. We're watching Toby Hoopers. But I have heard so many more people say Toby. Anyway, we're wow. watching Mr. Hoopers. Mr. Hooper. 1974. <laughs> Monsieur well, Hooper. The Monsieur Hooper. Uh, also a film about cannibalism. Also a film about cannibalism. That was a happy mm-hmm. accident. And all kind right. of repression stuff you inherit from your family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. We love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>